Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Once again, Midflight Brawl is brought to you by the legends over at Heaps Normal. That's with a H, as Heggy says. Oh, he's sipping one now. Get on heapsnormal.com for bloody delicious, independent, non-alcoholic beer. Chuck in duty-free at checkout for free shipping around Australia. Mm. Or just get it wherever you can get them now, which appears to be everywhere. Had some the other night uh, in Brisbane mm. at the… Good chat. F- yeah, what's it called now? The… Uh, um, Burger. Nah. No? Change names. It's called oh. the Caxton Brewing Company. CBC. I did not know that. Like the Commonwealth Banking Corporation. Beautiful. But better. Even yeah. better. Yeah, had a couple of heaps. It was great. Yeah. The dude confused me for you. Walked in Jesus. downstairs. The barman just goes, still off the beer? Gave me one. I said, oh, okay. Wow. I am now. I must have been looking good in my year had off the beer. a great show. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good 30 kilos difference, I reckon. <laughs> 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 I might have to do a whole year again. Yeah. Fucking hell. Well, if you're having a break off the piss or just want one in between your full strengths, get around heaps normal. Hey, I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. Throughout human history, there have been countless scuffles, melees and fracasses. When planes were invented, we didn't magically just stop belting the shit out of each other. So ladies and gentlemen, strap in, kick your shoes off, recline your seat without checking, drink your duty-free and start staring aggressively at strangers. This is Mid-Flight Brawl. Mid-Air Madness, passengers trading blows. Mid-Air Brawl on board a scoot flight from the Gulf. At LAX. Thrown off a flight from Bali. A disruptive passenger on board. Cussing, screaming, spitting, even urinating. Many of them have been captured on cell phones. Where's the lady that started the I hope this crashes. Out the fucking door! Welcome to Midflight Brawl. Any tip rat can fly now, and here's what happens when they do. I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. Hey, I'm mate. Oh, mate, great. Just in this beautiful two-bedroom apartment, mm. paid for. By Fucking, a little bit by me. Yep, and a little bit by me. Yep. As you say, Mr. <laughs> and Mrs. T. Payer. What an absolute pleasure to get a little bit back, you know. Yeah. If anyone complains about what I'm about to do for the RBC, I'll, I'll send you one cent. After, after just taking shots at me, mm. episode after episode, yeah. year upon year, yeah. For you to just go, well, one week I'm on the project, the next I'm shooting sketch comedy for the ABC. Sketch <laughs> comedy. Yeah. It's impro sketch comedy, I think you'll find. Yeah. Yes, and what can't. Yeah, fuck. Nah. You it's, are downhill uh, filming in Melbourne. Yeah. What an absolute pleasure to be in Melbourne. Mm. It's nice. It's good. Heat wave this week. Uh, well, actually, this is going to come out next week, so... Hope you didn't expire. It's coming out. I don't know. Whatever. Who cares? Who knows where I'm at? I'm currently, uh, thanks to everyone that's uh, joining the show after hearing the Doug Stanhope episode last week. Hope everyone enjoyed that. It's just back back to us two dickheads this week, but we've got a ripper incident coming up. However, I am in Las Vegas, Nevada. Yeah. Hopefully still alive. Yeah, this could be your testimony. I'm going to have to get a lesson from you how to use that thing (laughs) before you leave tonight. Just leave it here. We'll send it off to Conrad, get it all cut up. Yeah. Get ready to go. No, I mean for the future. Oh, for the future. Who's taking mm. over? I don't know. Well, we just saw it. When I picked you up at the airport, Troy Kinney. Oh, you do. Uh, of Kinney fame. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was at the airport. There's a running thing. Uh, we get mistaken for the other one all the time. Mm. I would uh, I think I talked about it. You Melbourne, and Kinney? Yeah, Melbourne Comedy Festival last year. A guy came to my show, Nick Cody. Classic Cody mm-hmm. and Classic Cody was on a massive projector behind me for yep. an hour. Yep. And then walking out after the show, he said, Kenny, when are you doing your show again? Nice. <laughs> When's your TV show coming back? Very good. Who's good. more Who's more offended being mistaken for the other? Well, 
He said, and Kenny won't mind me saying this, he goes, when I'm in good shape, people think I'm you. Mm. And I've said, when I'm out of shape, people think I'm Kenny. Okay. And at the minute, we appear to be crossing paths. Mm. So <laughs> might be <laughs> like a called Dilruk Jai Singer. I got to call him fat for a few years. Then all of a sudden, yeah, shoes on the other foot. Yeah, right, eh? And it's well, hard to put on. I mean, I'm going to have to do something because I get, I get confused for you just for being near, I don't know, being in the same vicinity or something. Like really? introduced on stage as such. Oh, yeah, that happened just for laughs. Oh, it's happened more than once. Wow. And yeah. Sorry. But, um, no, well, it's fine. Hey, great for me. Cody's writing's improved. It's not the look. It's just the, the zeitgeist of, of the fucking commercial fame. Just staring, staring so, while drinking a beer. I know he's not Nick Cody. He's the other one. I'll just say Nick Cody. People will sort of get something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's good fun having Stan Hope, actually. He's a very nice guy. Ripper bloke. I don't know what he made of the pod. Who knows? I think he was exp- – well, I don't know what his we, we only covered it briefly at the start of the app last week. He came in just thinking it was a another couple another of comedians Another two doing- fucking guys just chatting shit for yeah. an hour. Yeah. Week in, week where, out. Where do you no get prep, your, nothing. Yeah. Where do you come up with your jokes? How <laughs> How do you do that? What's it like to get heckled? Yeah. That sort of shit. Yeah. Yuck. Uh, but he was very happy to find out that it was about people punching on. And uh, we should be going to the States hopefully later this year. Catch up with him again. I want to see all this Delta memorabilia he's got. I want to pour through all the incidents he's been involved in. Yeah, because he was remembering them throughout the app. Mm. It must have been four or five times. He's like, I remember. Vomited and diarrhea, yep. you know. I remember I was Shirt shirtless shaving. shaving in first that's, class. I mean, that's a incident within itself, surely. Yeah. Anyway, we'll get amongst that when it comes up. So, um. Vegas, mate, you'll be playing the slots. Most likely. Just doubling the commercial radio money while you're there. <laughs> Come home a hero. <laughs> Fuck, I hope so. You better win. Oh, you I doubt won. it. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I like going to the shit casinos. I'll be at the, uh, uh, I believe it's called the Overlo. Overlo? Over? There's one that used to be the Hooters Casino. Yeah. $1 blackjack. Oh, nice. Flying. You kind of want to stay in one of those shit motels that's got its own casino, just mm-hmm. single story. Still yeah. a few of them. Oh, well, this is coming around. out next Thursday, so I would have been gone by then. We mm. are in one. We're in that, um, fuck, what's it called? It's got, like the, it's got the Tournament of Kings there, you know, the uh, Sounds the like jousting. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. my goodness. One of the nights, before this comes out, I would have been at the Tournament of Kings. That Like actual, like, like uh, theatre restaurant mm. jousting. Yeah. Sick. Like on that Jim Carrey movie. How do I, I keep forgetting the name of the home, Excalibur. Oh, yes. It's that. Of course it is. Yeah. You can have a go. Do you get to have a go? What's that? Do you get to have a go at jousting, do you reckon, or that's strictly for the nah, pros? No. Nah. And I think the state uh, this Bucks Party crew will be in is in no state to hop on the back of a horse and try jousting for the first time. Yeah. I may think I'm doing it. <laughs> Just sitting on my chair holding yeah. a butter knife, yelling. Right. That'd be good. Get a couple of wheelchairs and some butter knives and have to do your own. Why Outside. Not? It's America, man. Very good. Do anything. <laughs> hey, I've, before before we kick in too, you're about to start your massive tour, Grot. Yes. Your new comedy tour, Grot. First stop, Adelaide, March 8 to 18. Bang. Punishing. LukeHeggie.com. Mm. Then Canberra, then Melbourne for 42 shows. Yeah. Sydney, Perth, Newcastle. Brisbane. Brisbane. Gold all, Coast. All the hot spots. Oh, yeah. Get yes. around LukeHeggie.com. Get some tickets. Yes. Um, I've been doing a fair bit of flying myself recently, actually. I just flew down here to Melbourne mm. and I think there's one baggage handler. I drive it. it. It was a bag came out every 30 metres. Yeah. One bag, just one person can get it. And yeah. If I was by myself, it'd just still be a bag every two metres. And Melbourne, don't not. I don't know if every airport has the annoying carousels that Melbourne has because Melbourne's got the smart carousels where it won't dump one from the chute onto the belt if it sees a bag there. Ah, it just stops, but yeah. it's like, just, no, this was coming. Over, this is over at Qantas. Who cares? That comes straight out. Yeah, it's annoying. Uh, anyway, we sh- should we kick on with yeah. the app? Um, all right, Mike. Uh, this week we're looking at none other than Metrojet. Uh, f- January 11, 2013. Metrojet. Moscow. Oh, there we go. To Herkhadar, Egypt. Uh, Russia's finest. You want know, a classic, classic Metrojet incident? We've covered Metrojet once before, I think, but uh, I don't think we talked about this. In, in 2015, on uh, Halloween, no less, 
a Metrojet flight from Sharm el-Sheikh, Egypt to St. Petersburg. You're aware of this. Aren't you? It's been your heyday of watching air crash aircraft. investigations. Ooh. Yeah. Um, oh, is this the pilot letting his son have a crack? No. Oh. I only made it as far as the Sinai Peninsula. Oh. One kilo of TNT brought it down. Mm. A lot of new angels that day. Oh, Jesus. 224, Oof. in fact, had to queue up at the pearly gates. Like a comet blazing across the evening sky. Breaking up across the evening sky, really. Um, I just, I just realised if you've got Jet in your airline's name, mm. not great. No, nah. Jetstar, Jet Two, Easy Jet, Easy Metro Jet, none of them good. Don't have Jet in there. No, we know it's a Jet. <laughs> <laughs> we know we're on a Jet. Yep. Well, it's for the dummies. Interestingly, uh, explosive residue was found in the wreckage by the Russians, and the Egyptian president said, "Yeah, it was terrorism." Uh, IS uh, claimed ownership of it, in fact, I think. Um, Lawsuits against government officials, Metrojet and a major Russian insurance firm were dismissed because the identities of all 224 victims hadn't been officially established. So you don't have to pay out? Yeah. So no one gets anything. (laughs) Because they haven't identified everyone. I don't know. That must be a a small print loophole. I can say, well, there's one bloke on there and, you know. He was undercover or something happened. Yeah. Therefore, we're not paying anyone. There's no cash for anyone. Turning this plane around, there's no Disneyland for anyone. Yeah. Um, some eerie similarities to capitalism there. So, yeah, but I, and I know there's a lot of grubby, grubby tactics here in Australia and it's hard to get money back on certain things and, you know, I just try to get a bond back. Such as your flood from, insurance when you get flooded, that yeah, sort of thing. All that shit. Mm. But I'm, in Russia, I don't even know why you'd turn up to court. I don't think it's going to go well. Like, why are you even oh, putting a claim in? No. Nah, you're likely to get yourself in a gulag or something. Yeah. You complain. Drink your vodka, shut your mouth, do a little bit of work, go to the sauna, die. Um, <laughs> Sounds pretty good. It's not bad. I think that's how they've sold it, <laughs> really. Like, in between wars, yeah. Russia's not too bad. <laughs> that's the problem, though, so isn't yeah. it? In between. <laughs> you get a couple of years here and there. <laughs> it's the in between where they get you. <laughs> You're just praying that you're over 55 or something by the time the next one comes around. They'll send you off. Uh, it, was a, it was only a, a fall in passenger numbers, though, that caused Metrojet to file for bankruptcy in 2016, and that was a result of this crash. Everyone's like, oh, I'm off Metrojet. They just, you know. I'm going back on Aeroflot. Well, they did. There were, there were no flights between Egypt and Russia for two years until good old Aeroflot picked up the slack, but only between Moscow and Cairo. Yeah. Uh, Stick to the big ones. Only in 2021 did Russia allow flights to resume to Egypt's tourist towns, such as Hurghada, where we're going today. Um, anyway, it's um, this this dude today. His name? Fuck! I've written his name somewhere else. Sorry. Find, what's his fucking name? Sergey is his Sorry. name. I'll get to his surname in a that. sec. He's from Saratov. Uh, Russia. I might have fucking lost it somewhere. Anyway, it's unclear. He was he was travelling with his um, with his wife and toddler, and uh, tough already. I'm on his side at the minute. Yeah. Well, you you probably will be. It's unclear what they were going to get up to in Egypt, but from what I've seen, still photos of Russians who appear in the news often have them posing with camels and the like. Have you ever seen like a like a KGB defector or something? There's all. Fancy folks, shirt, generally shirtless. Yeah. Big fat bloke, shirtless with a young woman with a fuzzed out face on a fucking camel. Yeah. Heaps of that. They love it. Heaps of that. Bit of Thailand action. Heaps of Thailand because it's mm. one of the countries, the few countries that can get a, a uh, tourist visa. Oh, okay. They're big fans of Thailand. Big fans of really? Southeast Asia. Russia. Would Russians not be able to get a tourist visa for Australia, for example? I think some places are a lot harder than others. Yeah, okay. Well, since we've ditched their flag at sporting events, they can just oh, come in with nothing. A, just a blank piece of paper. And yeah. feel feel free if you Ukrainian or Russian to send us a message mid-flight brawl on Instagram. They won't. They're not listening. <laughs> of course they're not. I guarantee. So, if you've got a someone. Ukrainian flag as your uh, Facebook profile oh, picture. Well, that's different. But Anyone in Melbourne. That, what does that – I just want to know, what does that do taking the flag off? Flag? Yeah. Well, and just making it the white – the white rectangle during the Australian Open tennis. Yeah. White rectangle. And you go, well, they are Russian. 
Yeah. Obviously. <laughs> it's a dirty it's, word. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's something. It's showing sor- solidarity. It's a black square on Instagram like you did that time. Oh, fuck off. It's that sort of thing. I told you, I, I used to work with someone that did that. Oh, on, I know. On her Instagram. Mm-hmm. And then it didn't look good with the rest of her work feed. With. Yeah. Yeah. So cut it out. A couple of weeks later, deleted it. Yeah. Solidarity. Oh, yeah. Looks like a video that's not working or something if you're scrolling through their, <laughs> their profile. So, yeah, can't have that. Yeah, they probably they got a few have. extra likes by people tapping on play. Yeah. yeah. Play the- could they not have made it a more attractive tile for those people, for those types of people? Surely they could have docked it, bedazzled the outside or something. Just yeah. so I'm sure people did bedazzle your black square. Uh, pretty sure we've visited Hagada before, but uh, goodness knows. Been a lot of destinations before and since we were back there. I'm, I'm sure another flight on this is gone. Some nerd will tell us. It's a uh, touristic Red Sea water sports town. Sick. It's all jet skis and parasailing and all that Russia, shit. Russia's Gold Coast. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Um, While you're there, though, you want to grab yourself a tepid pint of lager to sip while you're playing darts, (laughs) like the Egyptians traditionally love doing. (laughs) Oh, it's Egypt, sorry. This isn't Russia. Yeah, this is Egypt. Then the natural choice, obviously, is Smuggler's Bar in Haggadah. You want some Egyptian stew or kufta? No, thanks. Mmm, soggy fish and chips, please. (laughs) Premier League, big TV, (laughs) fuck off. It's hot outside. Fuck off, yeah. (laughs) Start singing. I told you I did go to a Buffalo Wild Wings in Jordan. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. But they were too polite. They weren't loud enough. I think I spoke about it on a much earlier episode. Yeah. Gigs for the troop. Went to Jordan for a few days and yeah, just walking along one day, looking for something to do. Yeah. There was nothing on this stretch of. I was just. Wasn't even hungry, just something to do. And there's a big picture of 20. 20 yeah. bucket of wings or something, yeah. having that. Brilliant. Ice hockey puck on a wall next to the dead sea. Is that all they had? Just Get one ice hockey puck? That's <laughs> yeah, the only memorabilia. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, they had all the trinkets. It was quite, yeah, yeah quite interesting. It's fucking doorstop, isn't it, ice hockey pucks? Um, so, uh, Sergey. Sergey or Sergey? Sergey. Sergey? Sergey Kabalov, 54. He's a businessman, and that's all the information yeah. available. Remember a time when all men who weren't quantifiably blue-collar were businessmen? That's all they had to say? Yeah. Just get yourself a briefcase and the respect of everyone in town. Now, if anything, it sounds fucking sinister. Yeah. Now, Sergei's a, a well-to-do Russian businessman with a toddler, mm. so his wife's age will be fucking bang on in the middle, I reckon, between 54 and, and two. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say so. You divide Split the, the businessman's age by the <laughs> child's age and you get the wife's age. And then they change as it goes on. Yeah. Every year. Got to go quarter, fifth, whatever, until they're pedophiles. Uh, now, like you put Gold Coast in front of businessmen or like anything, businessmen, you can do whatever you want with zero qualifications and say so you're a fucking businessman. Um, Saratov, though, where he's from, pretty interesting joint. Sister city to where? We've seen oh. the news big time in the last few years. But, None of us had really heard of it before about February 2020. Oh, Wuhan. Wuhan. Oh. Hold on. Marty! Yes. Uh, some. What with the sister city thing? Yep. Are you getting discounts? Don't you're know. A, can you jump a line at a bar? Don't know. Just a big road sign out the front. Be some political Take me in. gains for the mayors to oh, yeah. get a free flight, get their political miles up. Yeah. Not anything, f- anything for the people in the sister cities? No. I don't think so. Just a sign outside. Yeah. Saying, we're hand sister city to Hogarda. But they've got three or four sister cities generally, all these joints. Yeah, uh, no. some, Just having a quick look for my town, city of Melbourne. City of Melbourne, sister cities. Hey, not bad. Osaka, Japan. Tianjin, China. Thessaloniki. Oh, there's no way I've said that correctly. Greece. Boston. Milan. Hmm. Not bad. Big greedy. Well, you can have a few. Yeah, right. Eh? But, you know, I don't know. I think it's outdated and fairly pointless now. Uh, notable alumni from Saratov include Roman Abramovich. 
famous businessman. Yeah, was oh, previous owner of Chelsea. Yeah, and then he's, the war he's incredibly off and he had to sell it. I believe rich, like he's the richest, something like the richest man in Israel, the tenth richest in Russia, and the second richest wherever oh. else he has a has a passport. So he's yeah, yeah, he's across multiple countries. Yeah, yeah, he's, right. <laughs> nice. He's making lots of lists. Uh, Mega yacht. Super yacht, sorry. Anyone with this super yacht? No good. What have you done? Nothing for me. Um, it's also the home of the Rostov Ripper or the Butcher of Rostov, Andrei Chikatilo. Rough childhood, Andrei, thanks to Stalin in Saratov. Used to eat grass and leaves to stave off the hunger. Imagine that. Lots wow. of brothers, but, you know. Vegans tend to be annoying. Well, he, he, had, a, he had a rough time. During WW2 when his dad was away fighting, Chronic bedwetter Andre shared a bed with his mum who bashed him every time it happened. <laughs> so by his teenage years. He's upset. Yeah, relentlessly bullied Andre. He was a very good student and a communist, even though the system failed him terribly. <laughs> he, uh, he tried to get into uni, but they didn't let him because he was weird. Uh, he did his mandatory military service, then joined the Communist Party. Bing, bang, boom. All these relationships failed as a result, as a result of his impotence. Uh, he became a laughing stock. Again, when the word got out, these women couldn't help themselves and have a good bloody laugh at him. And we know, obviously, needing to grind up rhino horn so he can get an erection mm. seems like a bit much, but just clearly grass and leaves on the other end of the spectrum. Nah, Not work. too great for stiffies either. Yeah. Chronically shy around women. He did get married and had a child. And Stiffy's back. Not really. Oh, no. It was a bit of, you know, manual artificial oh, insemination yeah. work. Uh, I wasn't going to bring that up, but, you know, you had to. You know what's gone out that's gone now? You never hear anymore? The term Turkey test tube baster. Baby. Or test tube baby. <laughs> test tube baby. <laughs> that used to be an insult. Test tube in baby. Oh, yeah. Yeah. As did it's meeting on the internet. <laughs> gone. <laughs> I remember fucking nearly falling over laughing when I, I met a bloke who'd met a woman on the internet. This is early, like yeah. early 2000s. Fuck. It was a big joke. Yeah. Now, the other way. You're somewhat of a pervert if you say hello to someone <laughs> not on the internet. They call the police. They've all got double O already in the phone, waiting for a man to say hello in a bar. Bang, got you. No, just like a, a, a bloke with the thumb on the grenade. Mm. It's just triple zeros in. I'm going to push green. Yeah. Don't even look my way. <laughs> uh, he, uh, he got himself a degree in Russian language and literature, got a job as a teacher, no good at it, couldn't maintain discipline in the class. Uh, then, <laughs> if, if any of the students knew his backstory, he is fucked. Absolutely, Boy, limpdick grass eater. <laughs> yeah, there's. Oh, yep. Mister Bedwetter. You're not coming back from that, are you? you? Oh. Then he started abusing the young female students. His career as a teacher finished when the weight of molestation complaints was just too much to ignore. Uh, in 1978, different time, the murders started. Classic case. Another bloke was. Another bloke was executed for one of the murders that Andre did. Oh. What what happens there with a falsely accused and an execu- executed bloke? Does the does that go towards the body count of the serial killer? Does he get the stat? Or does <laughs> he get, ass- get racked assist. up to COVID or Y2K or something? <laughs> no, like it's, it's, an, it's, it's an assist. It's an assist, yeah. <laughs> like a basketball like he, or. <laughs> oh, man. Because they, they even do it, some even do it when they're in jail for multiple murders. They watch someone else get done over for one that they did and don't say anything. That's fucking yeah. psychotic. You could just go, yeah, I'll let that one. Let him out. You know, he didn't do oh, it. Oh, yeah. I want, well, maybe there has been. I think there would have been too because yeah. that's the last ditch thing. I, someone will, that, that guy should be out doing more murders. I'll take his. <laughs> I'm in here anyway. He's still young. Got a What's passion for the game. I'll take the stat. Uh, probably Spanish flu probably ran out in the last second and slammed that one in the back of the <laughs> fucking net. Um, Andre found... He could only climax when stabbing someone. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> 1992, he pleaded guilty to how many murders? How, how, how much cash is on the line here? Because <laughs> then I'll know if it's ridiculous or not. Oh, the amount of murders times five. Wow, all right. I'm going to say 23. I'm going to go Michael Jordan. 56. Oh. Shot to death in 1994. Then they quibbled over about nine of them, which may not have been him. So swings around about, isn't it? Yeah. 
In Russia, that's not even newsworthy. Over on Murderpedia, Russians, pretty much top of the class. Oh, really? Yeah. Nikola, Nicholas or Nikola Trapishkin was accused of killing over 100 people in six years. Fucking hell. Unbelievable stats. At well, his, where are their Netflix series? These are like Cuban boxes. This is a, this is a black and white era. Because they weren't allowed to become professional. Yeah. <laughs> it's all these champs no one knows about. Oh, there's heaps like that. Um, at his trial, they chuck some robbery charges on top for good measure. Yeah. And again, as my dad tricked me with in high school when he asked me to find information on the best five criminals of all time and I came back with what I thought were the top five and he yeah. said, nah, you don't know who they are. That's why they're the best five criminals of all time. Yeah, right. Um, I think little... you find these ones are the worst. Yeah. <laughs> they're getting caught and the fucking losers. Yeah. There'd be some murderers out there. Big stats. Oh, yeah. Oh, no question. What's Americans, like they say they do it the best, but, you know, it's like having the best fucking secret agent. They've got the best secret agents and I know their names. So yeah. how the fuck does that work? <laughs> but um, are they just wrapped up in the, like, the world champs thing? Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. They love world championships. They love world championships. World champs? Yeah. So they like Jeffrey Dahmer, world champ. Yeah. (laughs) Not even close. Best in the world. Don't think so. Not even close to a happy Russian. Yeah. Jeffrey Dahmer? No way. No one knew. He was executed. Nikolai was executed in 1926. So that's why there's not a Netflix special about him. Fair enough. Could be though. They'd have to colorize it. Fucking boring. Black and white (laughs) murders, isn't it? Blood's black, is it? Don't think so. Anyway, Sergi, we're off track here. Sergi was travelling to Egypt with his wife and three-year-old daughter, drinking heavily in economy class. Is there any other way? No, standard for that neck of the woods. I don't think this is an offensive stereotype, but I I reckon I'm sure the nanny state may argue with this, but Russians, they love a temple. It's like the Irish, though. Yeah, like chess, gymnastics, booze, in no particular order. Those three, they fucking love them. And... The only problem, the only difference is the Irish have more of a sense of humour about you mocking them. Yeah. Russians will put us in the ground. <laughs> if we might, I don't think they mind being called big drinkers, though. The ones I've met, they're like, yeah. yeah, we drink all the time. We're good at it. Don't worry about it. World champions, no less. And they actually are. Mm. More per head booze than anyone else. Yeah, for sure. Ireland's got to be up beer, there. Not beer, yeah. booze, yeah. Russians. Spirits. F- fucking for sure. In, in alcohol content. Absolutely Russian, no question. The um, the tail section of the plane, largely empty. So Sergei befriended another like-minded drunk and he knocked off, what did he have, a litre of? Uh, well, I'd have to say vodka. Nah, oh. tequila. Makes you think, doesn't it? Tequila? Mm. I guess it's, on, it's holiday time. Yeah, I know. Um, Don't have what you can have at home. Sure, I reckon there. Surely there's a, you know, calls from the flight attendants association to get duty free booze put in your check in. But that wouldn't solve our woes with finding stories, but it'd definitely solve a lot of problems. So they just said, right, anyone got duty free, put it up the front. Like Doug Stanhope said last week, how many times has booze stopped altercations? Yeah, I reckon booze being forced to go underneath the plane, people are just going to kick off even more, because for oh. every duty free drinker that punches someone. There'd be 10 that are just fine, I think. Oh, they're more. drinking, they're duty-free, yeah. not what, bothering anyone. Usually the cause of them, like we said, is getting punchy, is getting caught. Well, I think you'll find the cause is mental illness yeah, in well, almost every one of these stories. Not I'll, this Russian, he hasn't. Well, hold the phone. They'll force him to defect. Sergey, he got up to use the toilet in business class as the line in economy was too long. Got to pee out a, bit, a liter of tequila, you need it and you need it now. Flight attendant refused him entry. Did he split the worm with his mate, the tequila worm? They laid in the traffic. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a bold move anyway. I know, you know, 
uh, men are men in some places and that, but can you imagine saying to your wife and three-year-old, just going down the back drinking with a bloke I just met yeah. on the plane? That is two generations ago of of husbandry. Yeah. Like you're not pulling that shit now. No. <laughs> not no. that you want to, but like it's such a crazy thing to just go, yeah. just met a complete stranger, see at the other end. There's a better chance of me trying to breastfeed the baby than yeah. there is that happening. I mean, that's that's probably happening <laughs> around the place. I won't wake her up. I'll just breastfeed. A um, flight attendant refused him entry. That, like the class divide's never more evident than in this situation, is it? I've, I've seen flight attendants flatly refuse people who might be desperate from passing through the curtain. And yet often when there's a mother and child straight through, whatever, which fundamentally, ah. of course, help yourselves. But uh, if you're going to maintain I, I hate the people going down. A cl- I hate being in economy. And a business class passenger with a baby sort of comes down through ah. economy to settle the baby. Oh, you go, no. no, 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 back up front. Absolutely. Annoy everyone there, please. Yeah. That's not on. You want to, you want to, you know, stick subscribe with your own. to the class system, stick to your own. Go back to where you came from, <laughs> up there behind the curtain or the umbilical cord or wherever it is. Um, yeah, if you want to maintain a healthy and exclusive class system, you're going you're to have to refuse everyone. Not just, you know, you can't. Of course. I see toddlers run through and they get straight through the curtain or straight under that little string that goes across. And then they're, huh, you know, she's there now. We'll just put her in the toilet. I've seen a father and a small child refuse, no problem. But um, Sergi, I mean, he should have tried this anyway. Got to be some benefits of dragging a three-year-old around the world. Just grab your kid. You can do yeah. a lot with that. I've gotten away with a few things because of oh, a kid. Yeah. And I think still there is that thing, a dad holding a baby. They just think, he's got no idea. Yeah. They'll probably let you fly for a bit if you want. Absolutely. Helps the baby sleep. Oh, yeah, dad's right. a baby. So you get away with the Dad's having a go. Yeah. Yeah. You do get told what to do a fair bit out in yeah. public by complete strangers, but you also get a bit of a pass. They go, oh, isn't that great? Complete strangers. You mean women between the ages of 50 and 100? Yes. <laughs> Telling you what to do on a bus with a child. Yeah, no, no, no. I'll take care of this. I'll I do got, my. I got it this far. I'll do my own shoplifting in a pram. Thank you very much. <laughs> Leave it. Um, the uh, like if anything, like a heavy drinking fifty-four year old bloke, he's more desperate than a small child. He's probably already wet themselves, yeah, into a minimum, and has a nappy on, so they can fucking wait. Anyway, like the rest of us, they can bloody well wait. That maybe would learn I, something while they're at it. I I can only assume a liter of tequila. That would be a that'd be a stingy piss. Oh. Wouldn't be nice, I don't think. Yeah, it's not like a nice beer. You've had too many pints. No. But you haven't broken the seal and it's just a long beer piss, whatever. That'd no. be great. There's something about a litre of spirits rolling of through. Spirits. That It'd smell like the rest areas I sometimes go to <laughs> on the road. Revolting. Maybe that's why they smell that way. To You've come in road. there minutes after a duty-free bottle drink has rolled in yeah. and done one, one whiz. <laughs> So uh, he's told he couldn't go, couldn't go past the curtain, to which Sergi responded by punching him in the head mm. several times. After this, Sergi started smoking in the cabin, just, <laughs> just like two generations ago when people used to light up in bed after a root. <laughs> might as well have a cigarette. You've already punched someone. <laughs> oh, I, th- I do like the in for a penny. Yeah. <laughs> there is a, I'm in trouble here. Do you reckon yeah. the wife and kid are still yelling out to him or she's going, hey, no, nah, it's his mate down I there. I dare say they've disowned him by the this new, stage. The new friend? New friend wants no part of Sergi anymore? Yeah. Well, no, you, you wouldn't. Right. You'd make yourself – you go back to your seat. Yeah. Uh, then he got to the meatier part of his body of work. He's uh, physically assaulted several other flight attendants. Darted mouth still? I'd say so. <laughs> yeah, like a mechanic, like an old days mechanic working on a carby. Fairly sure he's worked his way through the whole roster. Several, that's got to be all of them. Yeah. It can't be more than no. seven or eight flight attendants on any flight. Uh, next. Boss mode. He's got the boss coming up. Yeah. Surely there's a… a uh, What's what next? Well, it's got to be a… Oh, no, he wouldn't get through that many without one of those. What have they got like the undercover flight marshal? A marshal. Yeah. Don't know. Is there a marshal? Doesn't appear to be any. I haven't heard word of marshal. What's his next move? Punched everyone. What's his next move? Uh, either another dart or grabbing a drink and having that. Nah. Tried to break into the cockpit. Oh. Threatened so to, he threatened to kill everyone on board and land the plane on water. 
Don't know how he works that. They don't land on water that well. Plus, he's got to fly the plane, go around and kill everyone, I assume one by one, yeah. and then land the plane on water. Maybe so, just watch Sully. Yeah. But Sully didn't have to fight people while he, he was doing it, did he? <laughs> he, fought a few, to, he fought a few geese oh, with the plane. He beat all those. Very one-way fight. <laughs> yeah, I hope he's happy. <laughs> Murderer. Big body count on the geese. <laughs> Still going. Plus, um, I, like he means it for sure. Like I, I don't recall ever reading about a hijacking at all where the perp has his wife and toddler on the plane with him. I've never yeah. heard of that. Like you've got your wife and kid. Normally they can't hijack down a the bit. fucking plane. Oh, my goodness. He proclaimed himself to be a member of GRU, G-R-U, Special Forces, and a member of the Russian State, du- uh, Russian State Duma. The, uh, the Duma is the lower house of the Federal Assembly, so he's a politician, according to him. And businessman. And businessman. So, I mean, you can be both over there. Yeah. You can be both here, really. Uh, GRU is the Foreign Military Intelligence Agency. Russia has heaps of spy agencies. Spying on Heaps. spies over there. Oh, there's a lot of spies. Spying on each other. Yeah. Yeah. Fa- yeah. Oftentimes, and this happens with the ASIO fuckwits as well here, it's so secretive they end up spying on each other accidentally <laughs> and, and there'll be an operation against another operation. Yeah. They get to the bottom and go, oh, it's you. It's us. All right. Back to the drawing board. Best known agency obviously is the KGB, but um, there are shit tons of others. The GRU controls the military intelligence service and has its own special forces units. Right. So that's why he's claiming that. They outlasted the KGB when the nanny state and David Hasselhoff took down the heritage listed wall. <laughs> they were um they were a bit more a bit more active in Cold War times. Grew. Was Hasselhoff there? He was singing on the wall. Oh, I did not remember that. Not the Baywatch theme, but yeah. one of his other smash hits. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's the bet. I never knew that. Yeah, man. Hass was there on, on the, the wall. wall singing. On the wall. Singing on the wall. Yeah. As it came down. Fucking unreal. To go from that to screaming while maggot eating a cheeseburger on the bathroom floor. Oh, I love it. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Parachuting into your own wedding and pulling off your jumpsuit and there's a tux underneath while oh. your bride waits at the altar. That's, oh, I love it. Hoff. Uh they, um, they were more active in Cold War times, dispatching spies and sleeper agents all over the world. Remember they had all those old movies mm. where there's sleepers and shit. They still got them, illegal spies. No diplomatic cover, up to some sneaky shit. Direct line, Gru got a direct line to Putin, your mate who wears Jen and built-up shoes or the CCCP <laughs> equivalent. We've, we've covered this before with some world leaders, but I still think about it sometimes. Five foot seven, Vladimir. Is he? Mm-hmm. Answers a bit more than an ass, really, doesn't it? Eh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Makes a lot more sense now. Oh, yeah. Why is he shitty? Oh, yeah. It's that. That's why he's hunting bears. Bareback on a, on a horse. Uh, Gru were responsible for the Salisbury nerve gas attack on a Gru defector and his daughter in 2018. Remember that? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sergei Skripal. And, uh, and cop this, actually. I do find that fascinating. Those ones where they go past tip of an umbrella. Mm. Touches you, game over. Oh, it's, it's happening a bit with, they do a bit of that, a bit of mm. fucking nerve gas in the nostril, done, see ya. Oh, grim. Um, cop this too, I was looking into that. I've drunk at the mill pub where the dad and his daughter were just, were just before the attack oh, there. I know so, what that means then. Well, yes. Could have been, yeah. If, if it were me 17 years earlier, yeah. I would have been there if it also happened to be on one of the two or three occasions I'd gone in there. So it really does make you think that. Certainly does. That makes you think, doesn't it? Nothing better than laying claim to tragedy. Well, I sent this to you the other day. The internet now, what a great time for making tragedies the about best. you. Oh. Uh, it was Jimmy Carter, former US president. Of course. He's, he's just getting receiving care at home mm. um, following a series of short hospital stays. Yeah. So he's in hospice care. At home, and someone has commented underneath, I was seven when he left the presidency, and in two months I turned 50. What a long, fulfilling life he had. Brilliant. Well, actually, didn't say fulfilling. What a long, fulling life he had. Oh, nice. Yeah. How, how would you make a president <laughs> on his deathbed about you? Yeah, do what you want. <laughs> you know, it's a brave new world. That's what most things are, you know. When did 9-11 happen? It happened when Luke Heggie was 25 years old. <laughs> I guess I don't... <laughs> 
that's everyone thinks like that. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, remember the Russians on the Gold Coast? Speaking of terrorism, like not ter- just like spy shit. No, in two thousand Y two K, in uh, beautiful Banoa waters, Ooh. there was a KGB defector, uh, Banovsky. He fell victim to some frogmen who swam across the beautiful bull shark infested canal. Bukovsky. And shot him in the freckle. Oh. And he died a little bit later. Um, oh. Yeah, it was a big deal. They were like, what the fuck? We got, you know, snipers and spy, like frogmen in the canals of the Gold Coast. It was one off. Yeah. But they'll go anywhere to get you. They never found the dude. Well, they did find the dudes. They couldn't get him. They Russia told us to fuck off. They're already back in Russia by the time they figured out who it was. Russia said, nah, fuck off. You're not getting him. There's something I do like about that, about countries we sort of argue with. We're like, give us your bad guy. Mm. They're like, fuck off. There yeah. is something I, I think that's great. That's the attitude I'd like yeah. my country to have in that but situation. But also, like, they're just like the guy was a defector. You know, he shouldn't have been in Australia. He was mm. there. We went and shot him there. Fuck off. No one else was hurt. Leave us alone. Gonski. They should send a bit of money for the cleanup, actually, and, the you know, sorting out the estate and, and the ambulances, all that sort of shit. But I don't know. Uh, when they landed in Egypt, Sergi decided quite wisely not to use his return ticket. You two, oh. you two go ahead, love. I'll be back later. <laughs> uh, authorities were planning on arresting him on his return to Russia. Oh. And he thought, well, well it started out as a bit of fun, may get blown out of proportion here. Hold on. So he's, set, he's just sent the family back? No. He, they had their holiday in Egypt. They were yeah. due to come back a couple of weeks later. But he said, I'll stay here in Egypt. Yeah. 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 But nothing happened in Egypt? No. Nothing. The Not Russians weird. just said, we'll get him when he gets back. Don't worry. Fuck. Yeah, wow. So That's how scary they are that yeah. another country goes, yeah, fair enough. We're not. T- yeah, we won't touch him. Don't worry. Um, yeah, he That's said amazing. Off. Good to know. Oh, Going man. into Egypt. Yeah. You just punch on. Well, he's thought, fuck, I'm not going home. You could end up in the ground for what technically is a, an attempted hijack. But again, another another act of cowardice on his behalf, send the missus and kid back. Yeah. I don't think they're getting a fucking ticker tape parade when they land. I wouldn't think so. And they'll probably get his punishment. Um, he never showed up. Instead, he fled to Belarus to avoid arrest in Russia. He's put on the international wanted list, which is not wow. something you want to find yourself on like an Interpol sort of thing, where he remained for two months. I wonder what his wife thought of that. Like, we've all had blowouts attracting the eye of a spouse, but that is definitely throttling up. Yeah. Like maggot, violent, attempted hijacking. Nah, love, it's just a bloody big night out. Won't happen again. Well, I'm coming back in a couple of days. I get back from Vegas mm-hmm. and I'm straight into, you've got to take the kids out for the day. I've got friends coming over. For sure. No question. Which, whatever, it's fine. Mm-hmm. I've just had a week overseas. That's fine. Or you're ringing but- up and saying, I'm in Belarus, actually. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Yeah. You can use my stuff for a while. I don't know when I'm back. Um, on This was in January. On March 7, Sergei was arrested in the Grodno region of Belarus and handed over to Russian law enforcement agencies, but not until May. So he spent two months in the clink in Belarus. Doesn't sound fun. No. Belarusian uh, jail. Yeah. He got sent back to Russia, which is probably worse. Um, he petitioned to a trial by jury instead of a judge, thinking it would be easier to convince them of his innocence. So Just got 12 angry people. Yeah. Instead of one. Before going into court that day, Sergei talked quite actively with journalists. He again apologised to the passengers he flew with, apologised to his family. As he stated, he discredited his family in the eyes of the public. But at the same time, said he was that he was guilty but not guilty. So I don't know what he's apologising for. It's a bit, you know. He admitted he should it's not. Covered have... all bases. I like this. Oh yeah, I he... did it. I didn't. Yeah, I'm sorry. Fuck off. I'm sorry for you, for whatever you think I've done. <laughs> but, yeah, he admitted he shouldn't have committed the acts, but according to him, he was nevertheless provoked into a fight and he was not involved in what he was accused of. Uh, they started it. His lawyer Jose argued. Cuervo. Yeah, said that Jose Cuervo bloke on the plane. It was the worm. He got me all fired up. Worms in jail. His lawyer argued that he suffered psychic trauma as a result of a plane he was on in 2009 that did a belly landing. So, 
mean, he could have done the unthinkable, and like some who suffer trauma, not put himself in the same situation repeatedly. I'm afraid of flying. Well, don't fly, but that's not fair. So better drink and punch on. Fucking hell. Uh, the jury, they all disagreed. He did it. Guilty. Although they then said he shouldn't have to serve any more than two thirds of the maximum sentence of eight and a half years in the slammer. Well, okay. Like he, Why he, not? Well, I'm surprised he can pull that shit on a judge. Well, they must have thought he's a, he's a nice guy or something. Like, let's make him guilty, but we're nice people. Just want to go to the pub, just just give him two-thirds. Again, judge. not the easiest group of people to stand up for right now, but I do like he's gone the mental illness. They've gone, fuck off, mate. We're not mm. pulling that. Just own up to it. But also, you're not getting maximum. Yeah, I don't know. I, I would have thought the judge would tell the jury to rack off. No, no, no. You, you lose it here because you're completely dispensable to your jobs and families. That's why you're on a jury. <laughs> you don't see this bloke on a jury. <laughs> Good shit to do. For, yeah. You, don't, you get paid very I've never, little. I've never been asked. Was it, uh, was it? Surely I'd have to say radio. Oh, man. You'd be able to say public profile, I'm going to get fucking murdered. Yeah. Or, you know, I'm a self-employed businessman. You can't afford it. Well, you can't afford to take six weeks off and look at a murderer. I'd love to. He's sick, but my family would be fucking trying to pay the rent while I'm in there. You only get about 50 bucks a day or something. Yeah. Shad got asked to do it last week while I was in Brisbane. Oh. He got a letter saying go to the jury. Shad. 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 I was at Shad and Jake's house of the good chat. Yeah. And, yeah, he got a letter, so hope he's doing it. Woodland did it once. He did a trial. It was quite Our a trial. Sean Woodland. Yeah. Mad Dog's podcast pioneer. He did a trial once and he was the foreman, in fact, because he's a bit of a goody two-shoes fucking JP. <laughs> no, he's not. Not at all. But the others were such dead shits and that's indicative of… who of, becomes jurors. Yes, of the jury system. The that he was in charge. <laughs> is not only the smartest because he's very clever but the most respectable there. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't even… Can't even wear a collar. Like rips yeah. a collar out of a business shirt. That's a foreman. This, and it goes down owner. from there. Yep. The staffy owning VB drinker yep. is in charge of the jury. <laughs> Just give me the fucking magistrate, <laughs> will you? <laughs> I didn't know. I told you because when I ride yeah. my bike in the morning after radio past the magistrate's court and always mm. have a laugh at yeah, yeah. some of them may be jurors. Do you ding the bell? Oh, fucking oath. If there's something good looking, you know, well, I say good looking. If I, if I see a massive metal militia hoodie and a Two liter iced coffee going yeah, into the yeah. That's Good a, luck, mate. That's, ding, that's ding, a juror. Yeah, it <laughs> is. It's head juror. They wouldn't have hoodies on the jury, surely. I don't know. If I, you're trying to pick people who you can relate to. Yeah. I don't know how many picks. I've watched too many American style movies with this, but like, do they get picks like they do in America for the the defense get to go? Nah, not him. Not him. Not her. Until you get the ones you want. Yeah. Or what? Because you can get out of it here too. Like last ditch, if you ever called up, you can just go up and say, look, I'm incredibly racist or something and you just not don't have to do it. You do have to take a bit of a bullet saying things like that. <laughs> but, you know. Short-term what, pain, long-term Where do you stand gain. with that? You've got to feed your family. Yeah. You've got to be racist for a minute. <laughs> also, like, I'd love just a whole jury. They've, and the, the prosecution are like, who are they? This is, it's got one of, it's everywhere, every background. Yeah, I think it's religion, a mistake. Yeah. It's men, women, different ages, what's going on? And then you realize pretty quickly that they all say arcs instead of ask. Yeah. That's, like, <laughs> that's, that's how they pick them up. Yeah. Can I ask a question? Oh, yep, you're in. I think that the general consensus is you want them to start arguing so it's hung. So there's not 12 like minded people there. There'll be at least one or two like, nah. I didn't like the cologne of the fucking lawyer, not guilty or something. Um, anyway, I don't know why a judge would do it. Like, you know, that's just you've already had your fun. You've been in charge of something for once in your lives. I'll decide the punishment, rack off. Sergey, he was found guilty of battery and attempted hijacking on a, of a plane. What do, what do you reckon he got? Yeah. Talking money and time. Well, you did say before two-thirds of the eight and a half years. So I'm... My guess, I'm going to say the judge told him to fuck off. Seven years, $100,000 equivalent. It was 400,000 rubles, which is 7,800 Australian dollars, oh. roughly, and 3.5 years in prison. Oh. 
Good value. Yes. Yeah, so if I tried to it, hijack a plane, no fucking question. I'd still be in there from 2013. Again. And he got his holiday. Got his holiday. Got to go on the run. Got an interpol. Went to Belarus and was a political prisoner, no less, there. Less than five grand. Out to see his kid grow up. Daughter will never know anything about it, probably. Unbelievable. What a result. Not bad. Good size. Very, very good. Jeez, now we know. That's the place to do it, I think. Wow. On a Russian airline going into Egypt. I'm not gambling on that. No. I don't think. Because it could go the other way. (laughs) Well, this was pre the hijack as well. This 2013, that that actual... Oh, the terrorists blowing up of the plane, not the hijack. That was 2015. And now they're out of business. But Aeroflot is still be on the front foot, I would think. I don't think, I don't think but I'd it's still pull post that shit. 9-11. Yeah, yep. But they drank so much vodka they forgot. <laughs> Maybe like in every few years. Yeah. It's good time now probably. Because that's that been like that big since then. We always forget. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't remember. <laughs> Well, that brings us to the end of another episode of Mid-Flight Brawl. Thanks for listening in. If you want bonus episodes, early access to episodes and live show tickets, get around us on Patreon, patreon.com slash Brawl. Heggy, you've got a special out on YouTube, one on Paramount+. Plus. Your tour tickets are available now at lukeheggy.com. Are we, are we promoting Nick Cody and Friends yet? Is that going to happen? Is well, it on? It's, it's actually on at the Melbourne Comedy Festival, the third Sick. week of the festival, uh, Monday to Sunday. I'm just at uh, former European beer cafe where your show is. Yep. Morris House. Me just hosting a lineup of some good mates. Oh, I'll be interested. I'm coming along just to see who you pick as your friends. As my friends. Yeah. Yeah. And friends. I can just picture you in the back with a beer <laughs> shaking your head. <laughs> tisk, tisk. <laughs> Thanks again for listening. We'll see you next week. Yeah, mate. Thanks for tuning in to Midair Brawl. This is our very first episode. Heggy, you're already shaking your head. It's mid-flight brawl, dickhead. Oh, fucking hell. Okay, ready to go. The clap. Hang on, sorry, I fucked it. Clap. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 